everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls Podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them and we also talk about the mysteries of the universe. This week's hero is Ricky Sticks. Ricky is DVG's drummer and the star of the first episode of this podcast. One mind-blowing concept that we heard about last year was music described as decoration for time, like how art is decoration for space. I think that concept is so cool. Here, Ricky and I talk about our writing process and spill some secrets about our new record we are recording. If you like this podcast or DVG, please go support us by becoming a Patreon initiate. Death Valley Girls at Patreon. It's cheap, it's fun, and it really, really helps. Now, please welcome to your head and heart, Ricky Sticks. Hi. What's happening? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Wait. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Hi. I love you. I'm so happy to see you. I love you, and I'm so happy to see you. Um. So, Ricky, as you know, this is your podcast, the Death Valley Girls podcast, and you were the first subject of the podcast, and hopefully you will not be the last, or maybe in a hundred years, but thank you for coming back to the podcast. Um, thank you. Thanks for having me, Bon. I've <laughs> on like two times. This is amazing. I'm so honored. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Like, I don't remember, I guess the last one we probably did like a year ago, which is weird because it seems like five years ago in some ways. Um, right when we were starting to talk about the next record yeah right before that yeah well it's just so weird because it felt like at that time like I guess I've known you how long like three years three years yeah which is weird that time is anything but it's so weird that like I felt like a year ago that I knew you as much as I could know anyone or any or know you I guess and it's like I've learned so much in the last year in every way, but also like learned so much about you. And it's like, it's exponential. It's not like each year I learned double. It's like this last year, I feel like we both have been on a journey, but like we both, I've just learned so much about you. Like each time, um, each time we hang out, I'm like, wow, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but I guess one thing I was thinking is you're like, um, a co, a co, um, co-pilot on our a mega mission to uh, learn about the mysteries of the universe and become the best Ricky and the best human you can be. Um, and I guess, like, one question is: Do you feel like that you've always been on that mission, or? Or do you feel like it's become more extreme in the last couple of years or whatever? <laughs> Answer me. A, B, or C. Yeah. <laughs> it's A, B, and C. Okay. Um, Breaking well, news. <laughs> I've always been, you know, tiptoeing around spirituality. And, you know, always my mom's a total hippie, as you know. Um, she's, she's an extreme, I mean, she lives in Sedona. So I grew up, um, with that mentality, never was a Christian, never, you know, went to church or anything, but just always knew that I needed to 
figure out what higher power meant. And just like you said, secrets of the universe. And when I met you in the band three years ago, uh, that really just expedited everything. It, it was like this huge spark of like, this is already kind of translating. And I know I had really started reading a lot into some of the stuff that I started believing in before we met. And when we met, I felt like we actually got to practice everything to get like, wow, like take what I'm learning and like start actually practicing it in my life. That's super cool. And you were like the catalyst. You really were, were like, and you are, I mean, I, I remember thinking Bonnie's like my guru (laughs) to life mission, you know? (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. No, I was just talking to someone. Can't remember, even though it was like within the last two hours, breaking news, I forgot today, Um, but I was talking about how they were like, oh, I want to hear about the crazy stuff that happened to you on the last tour. And I was like, just kind of getting into like, remember at the chapel, how that that weird sound was coming from like the left side. And it was just like, what is that? And then the guy went up on the ladder and I was like, don't go on the ladder. Don't go on the ladder. It's not safe. Like, and he's, you know, and everyone was kind of like all together in a belief of like, whoa, you know, something crazy could happen. Like paranormal. Everyone was ready. Everyone that worked there, us. And it was just like, I don't know if that's, I don't know what that is, but I was talking to this person. I was like, it's so crazy that, um, when like you can have experiences on your own, but when you get together with other people that are kind of like vibing in a different way, it's like when we get together, so much stuff happens. And I don't, why do you think that is? We're just in tune. You know, I think that we're psychic bitches. (laughs) And so you just, you feel everything and you know, there's like sounds and it's not just like these typical sounds. I mean, we kind of knew going to the chapel that night that something crazy was going to happen. I think it was like, we kind of had a sense like this place is had has been haunted. Some crazy stuff has happened. I think I had four fans, right. to be like, did you see, did you hear about what happened? The yeah. Chapel, yeah. Totally. You know, those clocks and all these things. Right. Yeah. I think we're just in tune to that. I think most people would blow stuff off as, well, that's just the bass rattling. No, because that's not what's, that's not even the sound that it's making. Like this yeah. is different. Yeah, no, for and sure. For them to get up on a ladder and be like, this is weird. Let's go up there and actually figure this out. Like, yeah, too, you know? Yeah, totally. It was cool. He was like, there isn't a crawl space up there. Like there isn't anything up there. And it's like, whoa. But yeah. I guess in a way, this all ties into a lot of the stuff I want to talk to you about. But I felt like Laura, um, the lady, our healer lady, she said that she was on the podcast and she said that she was like her powers came to her when she was doing like a Reiki session with her husband on someone. And he's like a triple Aquarius or quadruple Aquarius, whatever. But just the idea that like, like when you're around other people and I don't know if it's just because it's um, energy is just stronger or whatever when there's more people, but it's, it's really like, is a real thing that when we're together, it really, 
it's like multiplied so much. And I guess that that's, I wanted to talk to you about that as far as our writing, our journey for everyone in the outside of this Zoom link, outside of me and Ricky and the band, uh, is that we're recording our new record right now. And in a lot of ways, it's, it's a practice of like, combining energies to like channel stuff. And I feel like when I explain that to people, it, I mean, it obviously sounds crazy. That's I'm fine with sounding crazy. It doesn't matter, but, um, but there is something that happens and I guess it'd be cool to have you describe it too. Cause if you like look at a musician and you take away their instruments, like what they're doing is a crazy dance with the universe. It looks so weird. If you take away your drums, just this like, the movements you're doing is like you're just channeling something and it's so hard to describe what it is but I guess can you can you try <laughs> I'll try <laughs> um it's it's weird it's like when we're writing um and and the way that we've been writing so I can only speak for us and for and for me personally but the way that we've been writing is um the concept comes Okay, there's a concept there. And I'm basically the parts already written, you know, I just have to really pull it and and it's almost like I'm staying one step ahead of myself almost. It's like, I'm already here. <laughs> there's this timeline. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's this timeline that already has happened. And then this timeline that's existing now. And I'm literally just pushing that timeline, but I'm, but I'm just staying here. That's, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, I already know that it's going to be there. I already know where it's headed, you know? And what's cool is then another layer happens and it, it, it triggers another set, like switch either like to the chorus or an accent or or a build or the song completely can change. And that's what's so cool is like you hear it, but you're also hearing the finished product too. It's, it's a really weird thing. And I, (laughs) I think a lot of musicians feel that way, you know, in some fashion is like, I I watched a couple interviews with some people that have written like, you know, pretty big songs. And I'm like, they were asking, how long did it take you to write that song? And like, some people 10 minutes yeah. to write the actual song. Now, obviously to record it and put all the layers, but like to write the actual song doesn't take that long when it's there. Yeah. You know? It's like, you just have to just grab it and pick it up and like translate it. It's just a yeah. language, another language. You it, know? Yeah. That's a really good way to describe it. Cause I feel like, you know, when you're a little kid and you think like, Oh, I can move stuff with my mind. And you think that that looks like focusing really hard and like, like, but really like the way people try and practice that is like a complete calmness, like a complete yeah, right, peace. a power from within. And it's like almost playing is the same way where it's like you want to push it, just like get it out. But it's like really like finding like a weird center and just letting it like flow or whatever. And it's, it's just so weird. Like it's such a weird thing to do with other people because like I had, 
an experience of like, if you have three people trying to like sing something together that don't know what it is, it's not really possible. Like you can't just be like, okay, let's sing this thing right now. Like, let's just see if it works. But like when we play, that's the same thing it is. It's like, we're all creating at the exact same time, but it's nothing. It's so weird. You know, it's like we, it, right. it's and not anything. Communi- and how do you communicate that? You can't, I mean, unless you've gone <laughs> like years and years of, of music school and you're like, okay, I'm going to drop the accent on the one and <laughs> we're going to do a stop and a turn around it, you know? like Yeah. The- that's also so funny is when we <laughs> do use our like words to describe what we've been doing, we're all like, what are you talking about? Your language is so different. It's like, there's no way. Also, I think for people, like, there's no way for me to communicate like a fake or an invisible language to you. Like when you're like, that was for two counts, right? I'll be like, what? It's like, for me, it's six. I don't know about you. Like, it's just such a weird thing where we are joining in this, like in time, but not in any other way. It's like not visual it's not you can't hear it yet because it's coming out of you at the exact moment it comes out it's just it's nothing but it's like we join like our our bodies channel the same thing at the same time and like it just is and yeah when we go back and we're like oh take it back to the that part and it's like Wait, what? Like what do you talk I don't I don't start from there. I start from not my one. I know. Yeah. Because like I'm always cueing off you and I think you, and I think that you're cueing off me, right? Yeah. That's weird, right? Yeah. So like (laughs) what happens, what I think happens is like you're playing or you're playing and then you start to sing. And then all of a sudden I'm like, there's the change. And it's like, I'm trying to cue the change and you're like, oh yeah, that's the change. And then you, you know, or like you cue the change. And then I'm like, okay, how do I make this unique or sound cool? Or how do I, how does it fit the song? But it's just this like give and pull of like this happening, you yeah. know? In real time. That's what's in so real time, like, but, but it has already existed. Yeah, totally. It's, you know? and it's another thing that's interesting. I'm just trying to like really, I guess, like force you to say we're channeling. Cause like, we are um, channeling. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like when I've talked to people on here before, people in regular life about like the difference between intuition, guides, and just themselves, or even like negative talk that isn't them, like their parents or whatever. It's like what they always say is that when it's intuition or guides or outside of yourself, is just this confident knowing what it is. Like when it's you, you're like, you're like, uh, you know, whatever, you're not like the voices in your minds that aren't you are so like clear and so determined and so certain and confident. And it's a weird thing that like, I feel like I used to be really scared of playing in front of people as you know, and like really scared, not just stage fright, but like, if somebody if I wasn't playing with people, and it was just like my voice to come out, I would be like, ah. and it's like, I think it's because the channel was blocked. Like I wasn't, it wasn't, it was just me. And that's why it was so small. And I, cause I was so small, but it's like when I cleared myself and just pulled in the, like 
just made it channeling, it was confident because it's not of me. It's, you know what I mean? Like, um, or when you get a psychic sense, it's like, it's not of you. And it's certain you're like, Oh my God, I know, you know, but how do, how do your guides talk to you, Bon? Do, do you know? I mean, yeah, I think I'm not the, like, I think I'm on a big journey to really, like, I'm not as connected as most, or not most, but I'm not as connected as I'd like to be, I guess. And I block, I, I like basically helmet my head from itself and outside a lot of the day, which I know is blocking me when I want to connect, but I think it's, it's just, a. I think when I'm certain of something, it's them. Like when I'm just like, I know the answer to this or like, like I'm 100% certain. No, I think that's right too. I think sometimes I get uncertain when we're, when we're writing sometimes, but I think most of the time it's such a free experience of like, this is the righteous direction. (laughs) Yeah, well, totally. It's a weird thing because when that's why I think I have such a hard time with writing is because the it's so easy to just like pull from space like music and stuff and like because it's it's outside and it, you get in a groove and like that's hypnotic and you know it is what it's the whole point of it is like that it's a song but when you write it's just yourself like even though there are the guides are there whatever it's like you have a judgment on each word and like it's just so hard because it's not even though it does just flow once it comes and it's just like and then I'm like talking in rhymes for like full days and I'm like (laughs) going crazy it still is like um that's a really you know that's like a personal situation with myself and it's it isn't like uh full of confidence but when the like when it's channeling, it is just like, yeah, you know, I'm so mean when we're like writing. I'm like, that's not it. It's this or whatever. I'm just like so certain. And it's like, it's funny because it's just like, I'm like, I know. I can't tell you how. You I don't know? think it's mean at all. I think I think that you, you hear the vision more than most. I think that you see the the entire picture and you know, I, I, and I trust you so much when it comes to that. I trust um, you too. You, oh my gosh. so everyone knows you laid it down. Like <laughs> it's just, I think, and that's another thing that I think I really want uh, the world to know is that like, I think people um, have different ideas of what different instruments do or um, what different players do, but it's like, it's, I always think about this with baseball. It's like, the most important thing in the world is the pitcher. Like if he doesn't throw that ball or she doesn't throw that ball or they don't throw that ball, whatever, like nothing happens. And it's like, I think like you're the pitcher, you're the captain. Like you, if you don't do what you do, nothing else can happen. And in every way, like, and it's such a weird position because you have to have like the biggest guts in the world to do what you do do which is just sit down and be like I got this I'm taking it from the top to the end like you know like I'm gonna lead you and there's lots of different uh decisions you're just constantly making decisions and there's so many decisions you made that like after adding to it on the days where you were at work I was like there 
that just takes so much guts to just do that. And like, I, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could be the guide of like, well, you are my guide. That's what's crazy, Bon, is because, okay, <laughs> let's say that you and I have like the bare skeleton of a song. Because that's what we, we've never polished a song from start to finish ever. And I love that. I love that spontaneity because I really feel like we have it. We have the idea, but like really channeling the day that we're going to record is like yeah. that's the ultimate channel, right? I like, I've been gearing up for this. I've been running the race. I've been training. I've been getting in practice, but like that day, which I'll tell you what, you really set the mood for that. Cause we did all the shocker exercises. <laughs> we're like, we're, we're praying to the music gods, right? Yeah. And what's cool is I just have to lay down drums. That's my job. I have right. to get start to finish somehow through all the changes, somehow figure out an arrangement in my right. head. And I'm looking at you and I'm like, this is it. And then it's like, I can already tell what you're going to tell me. I can already say like, okay, no, nope. We're going to go one more. Okay. And then I'm like kind of feeling the energy and I'm feeling the room and I'm feeling you and I'm like and then it's like this is where it's gonna stop or this is where it's gonna change and I can cue it just enough you know what's cool about this band is I know I know we're gonna layer now because it's all <laughs> massive you know and I don't need to overplay and I can do really subtle changes of energy that kind of really f- where you can feel the song more and I I feel like like when you said when we were writing at the cabin and we were like all worried and nervous about like, are we going to get enough out, you know, songs and, and something you said was like, we're writing this. We've already been writing this record for our whole lives. Yeah. And it was like, no, you're right. Like we've been, we've been ready to write this album our entire existence. Like this is just us. And it was like, I want to think like that. I want to think differently. It's like the person who I am now wants to write for that and like where I and all the things that I've done in the past leads me to this yeah what would that person do and that person would play differently and yeah you know because I've I've experienced all that and so it was like I really wanted to just play for the song more like I don't need to like I can help it's all about like energetically where I'm taking the song yeah that was the mission, you know? That's really cool. That's like a cool testament to teamwork because it's like, it reminds me of just like even on tour, how it was like we all were in the exact same situation for 24 hours a day for however many weeks in the exact same car, exact same food, exact same this, exact same that. But we all had like different perspectives. And it reminded me like, oh my God, like I'm choosing this perspective. I'm choosing you know, and then just to think as like a band that's playing together is like, while I'm like, oh, my God, holy shit. Like, how the fuck is it going to get done? It's like, oh, yeah. Like you're sitting over there being like, my job is to just get it done, even though I'm not. That's not what my head is doing. It's like, that's what's cool about teamwork is like yeah. I can be like in the sky, just like just so weirdo lost my mind from writing words and you just do your part and then we like play around with it because I didn't I didn't think about that I was just the whole time like oh my god oh my god I can't believe she's doing this it's so crazy like she's just so good and like just getting it done like one or two takes like 
just laying down the law and knowing and being confident about it because it's scary and it's weird well having you guys as a team like i know that if something needs to be changed you know it's like it can happen you know or if we need to go in and redo a part we can do it and thank god we have those technical abilities now you know yeah in the studio long enough to know like okay you know, if I need to redo a fill here, I can, I don't yeah. want to, cause I don't want to waste time, but like, you know, you, there is like a safety blanket a little bit. And so, <laughs> okay, I'm going to go for it right here. Cause just, you know, yeah. Did you, do you do, so I should know this cause I see you all the time is, do you do any like stretching or anything before you play? Or is it just in your mind? Oh, everything's in my mind. Cool. It's all, it's all headset. <laughs> I probably should, because I can tell, like, my back in my day, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my elbow's starting to get a little sore. I can tell sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I'm, you know, it's like it's you just here. mentally prepare. Yeah, it's mental. I just get, I, you know, I think that's one thing about having the practice is like you just mentally prepare. It's like for our, you know, what this song requires. Cause we, all of the songs we recorded were so different. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so different. So it's, like, it's like, this one. like, I know, I know what the words are about. I'm going to play to like the extremity of like this. And this song's kind of a, like a love song. And I really want to get into that. And I really want to feel what that feels like. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of it too, that connection to the song. And like, yeah, I really dive into that. Like, I don't just play the song to get it recorded. It's like, yeah, truly live it. No, you can tell. I mean, I don't, I'm still, I have, I got a lot of hangups. So still when I'm doing takes, I'm still just like trying to get something like workable or decent. It's not like, it's, it's still, I'm in my, you know, having like a, it's hard to just like lay it down uh, with the right energy and enthusiasm and feeling and all of this stuff and like completely forego your personal fears and like, you know, but it's like, you really did that. But I, one thing that's funny about what you said about um, that, like the concept of like, we've always been writing this and like, you know, we've tried to like, um, a lot of this, I think, is trying to like tap into what we learned is called like the Akashic Records or whatever in this idea. But it's pretty funny when I was like in high school or always as like a student, um, I was so bad at school and I never did any work. And so everything I always did was like cramming. It was like my whole life was just like cram it in. Like and, you know, and that that makes a deadline. It's like from eight at night until like tomorrow at 9 a.m. when the test is. And that was that was all the knowledge I had of right. the test or whatever. So I was so I had messed up so many times and conditioned myself to be like, girl, you only know like eight hours of this like test or whatever. But it's like, yeah, once I realized that this when we go in there is everything we've learned it's like there's no cramming and that's that's one thing that I realize a lot of people like to do is like just listen to as much music as possible to like get inspired by it but it's like I almost opposite get inspired like I like to not I just like to find like what I already know in my mind 
um, which I think is funny. (laughs) I love love that you do that because I feel like (laughs) somebody who's writing the melody, um, you know, it is, I think if you're listening to too much music, I think it would convolute a lot of things. Drums for me, when we're recording, I do like to listen to That's stuff. Fair. Like, that be, I really like that. I wonder if that fill would work in the song. I, I really do get inspired, but cause as a drummer, it's like, you can't still drum fills, you know, you can, <laughs> you can get caught on a drum or a, song melody and have it be too similar or something but yeah totally I mean there's definitely things I listen to for like sound references which I forgot to even bring into the studio but like it was all from like (laughs) commercials or like parts of movies it wasn't even anything that's like well that's good for us for (laughs) writing for other stuff yeah well it's just it's whatever like sticks in your mind but Uh, yeah I guess like um well because I guess this is an important question for not just uh, the podcast, but for the record, is that so, as you obviously know, the record uh, is about a lot of things. But one thing is that idea that like if like since we can identify or since since we went to psychics and since there are psychics and mediums and everything, they can tell us uh, who we used to be. And I was told that I was a jazz singer. You were too told you were a musician. And because of that concept, it blew our minds. And we were like, oh, my God, if we figure out who we were, we could listen to our record. Um, And so we were like, whoa, let's make a record for our future selves. And I was really obsessed with this idea of like not having to learn the same lessons again, because it's it's really a waste of time. And I also feel like. I spent most of this life really being uncomfortable in um, a human body and still am like it's 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 daily, you know, and I just like want to come back next time and not have to worry about all that stuff. So we so henceforth, we are making a record. Um, So also henceforth, what since you are making the record, like what if what is like a song title you want to have on or what's something that you would leave now that any Ricky, any incarnation of Ricky would know no matter what. So there's, you know, we're always learning lessons like you Mm -hmm. said. And (laughs) uh, I think one of the biggest lessons that I keep learning over and over and obviously haven't fully learned, or I think it wouldn't happen is I do things out of loneliness Oh, sometimes. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not lonely, like in general, but like if there's a certain moment where I feel lonely or this is a lonely experience. It is. And I'm okay with it. I love being by myself. Yeah. But I don't want to make decisions only because I'm lonely. Of course. You know? And so yeah, it's kind of one of the lessons is like only because I'm lonely or I don't, I don't really know how, but I think that's one of them. And I right. think everybody has that, you know, you make decisions based around um, other reasons, like other, you know, um, other sources that aren't your, your higher source, your higher. Of course. Well, that's the whole thing. Yeah. I think that we talked about is like, you are the eternal you that is your best self that you, I think every time when you come to be a human or whatever, you um, 
I think just human. I think if you're a human on earth, every time you come here and I think you forget uh, the, how hard the experience is and, and it just keeps getting harder in a lot of ways, it's getting easier and better. Um, it is like for yeah. certain, certain minds opening up, but definitely not fast enough. And definitely today and yesterday is a bum out for mm-hmm. this is not the truth. Um, when you look, if you scope out, but the idea that when you come back here, like you're going into a body that has been made from bodies that have their own trauma and then back and back and back and back. And all of you're a body filled with trauma that isn't even your own. And then you have your own. And I think that's somewhere that you, you reincarnate before you get to the human form 8 billion times. Oh, really? That's what I read. No, Wait, I mean, little, little things, you know, but yeah, could over so many light years, it could take 8 billion times to become a human. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Well, like how that. long do you have to be a human? I don't know how many chances you get as human. I don't know. If you, I don't know if you revert back or, or what, but I'm, like, I'm ready to revert. <laughs> yeah. I want to turn into a dog. I want to turn into make me a star (laughs) yeah but yeah I think like you just the experience is that you come here with the full knowledge of of your truth of your best truth and that's what you want to present and then you forget about the human side of it where it's like you're the limitations I mean there obviously being a human is a great gift I guess but or I know but you know it's just like your how your parents did, how your parents are parented, how they were parented, how, how where they fled from, who they killed, or whatever it is. This whole long thing, you take on all of that, and you forget who you are. You forget why you came here, and it's like now I feel like it's like cleaning, you know, like wiping away the like dust yeah. of reality. I and mean, it's like if the oh. lessons weren't hard, it wouldn't take lifetimes to learn them. And, and generations to learn them. I know. That's so smart. You know, so it's like, and I do believe in generational curses, family curses. I have felt like being in tune. I've felt people where I'm like, whoa, like this is a curse that you're going to need to work through or not necessarily a curse, but a lesson that they, yeah. that's like an obvious lesson to someone who's in tune with that. Yeah. Um, well, you're you're really in tune. I mean, you see stuff like, yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) Um, so, but I think another thing for me that, you know, this record too, is like family, you know, I think, I think one of my biggest traumas, and I think everybody has it somewhere. It's like families aren't perfect. You know, I think if you lined up hundred people, there would be some sort of family trauma, curse, generational trauma, curse, Um, that gets passed down. And I think one of the missions that either this current life or the next current life is going to be really big on breaking that. I think so too. I hope so. It's, I mean, I, I think so. I know Dusty posted something today where he like something about, um, well, I don't even want to talk about that. I'll tell you about it later, but it's just about Russia and stuff. What? Yeah. Yeah. it yeah yeah no I mean yeah just the idea that like I think people don't want things to be the way they are I think even on like if there's four on one side I think the people on the other side don't want to be there either like 
I don't, th- this is like a real time of where everyone is on a side. Like it wasn't like that before. It wasn't so extreme and so, so heavy. And so, I mean, there were sides, but people weren't fighting for their side. They just were there. And now people are fighting for their weird sides that they don't even like. It can't be making them happy. And yeah. I think it it's just, it seems like it has to crack soon. But one thing, I guess one part of it is like going back to the, um, the record is like, what one question I have is, is like, I'm trying to figure out like, what can we leave either visually or I know what we're leaving oral, oral is it, do you say that word orally when it's with an uh, A? <laughs> audible, audibly, 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 audibly. It's our job. Audibly. audibly. Uh, but like, what, like, what would you leave your like and you can like on the record cover and the name of a song or something like what would you leave yourself as like a little um breadcrumb to okay i already future ricky if i can find it i have this really cool thing that i screenshot (laughs) it's amazing what is it oh my god i'm gonna show you okay see it wow that's so cool can you see that? That's amazing. It's a bunch of kids that are interconnected, interwebbed. They're making a star shape. That's so cool. And There's I just the record cover right there. Right. And I was just like, oh my God. I'm so just, cool. I just fell in love with it. And I and they're just so stoic and like brave and their chest out and their shirts are off. And they're just like, they're all inter- like they're all connected as children. That's so cool. Like, I love that. Yeah, right? I yeah, know. that's super cool. That's such a futuristic, you know, I think we're moving into that realm. I think everybody's starting to wake up. We're starting to question a lot of things. We're starting to connect to our true selves and really find purpose and passion and reason. And we're not yeah. just trying to walk through life like, like a robot, like we have the, the last 10 years since, you know, social media and everything came out, everybody got so addicted. And then now we're like trying to be like, Whoa. Yeah. You know, can, so that's, that's visually like what I see is like the okay. next, the next generation of kids interconnected, shining bright, like a star. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's super cool. <laughs> I, I love that. I think we should totally uh, yeah. write them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> figure right? it out. But that's super cool. Um, I guess um, that that blows my mind. I'm just like, imagine yeah. it's so cool. Um, <laughs> oh, can I ask you one other question? Yeah. Um, just, just to be helpful to the community. It's like, so you're a uh, you don't have to talk about any of it, but you're a sports medicine teacher and a physical therapist mm-hmm. and you know how to do all sorts of stuff. Like, is there any, I don't know if everybody knows that, but Ricky's so good at so many things aside from being cool and drumming, um, but, uh, and finding cool images <laughs> for the <laughs> record cover. But uh, do, is there like one thing that you think people 
like, you know, every stretch, every, everything. Is there like one thing you think people should do every day that they don't do that would improve their lives? Oh, okay. What? Um, posture. Posture. <laughs> okay. Talk about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so for speaking like Western versus Eastern medicine, there's just so much cross up crossover with posture, right? Doesn't okay. matter medically speaking, but energy flow and your spine being the center of basically everything you do and the connection pathways between your brain and your body, your muscle to mind pathway. Yeah. If something gets kinked because something's out of alignment, it throws everything off alignment. Like Mm -hmm. meta, you can go like down the meta road or you can go down the medical road. You can go down everything. Like you can talk from like an Eastern chakra point of view. You can talk from like a Western, you know, like nerve and spasm and that view. But I think it's like every day, you know, we're like this. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, dude. (laughs) And I play drums and I'm like hunched over like this every day. Yeah. You smiling know? like a gremlin yeah. and I think like in the shower every morning yeah honestly it's like chest out shoulders yeah. down, get your shoulders out of your ears chest out yeah and, like, you can do some foam rolling stretching you can just do some doorway stretching and then also just activation of core um, all of it you know what like, is doorway stretching so you get in the doorway and you just go like a 90 degree position and then you just pull forward and it just opens everything up. Wow. And what was we were here? Yeah. So that is the, like a huge improvement. I feel like that's number one posture and like yeah. more water hydration. hydration. Oh I no. I saw a sticker today on a kid's um, hydro flask <laughs> and it's all hydrate or die. <laughs> oh my God. That's and so I was true. Like, I was like, whoa, bro, harsh. And then, yeah. but then like in every time in the class, whenever there's down silence, I was like, hydrate or die. <laughs> and everybody would like drink water and it kind of was fun. That's awesome. Um, but it's like true kind of. It's a Yeah. No, I'm shocked at how much. I'm shocked at how much water we're supposed to drink. It's crazy. It's, yeah. it's so Those weird. Things I think are just, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. Thank you so much for your uh, expert opinion. Um, <laughs> and yeah, thank you so much for coming here. Um, I think, you know, you're the very best. Um, <laughs> I love you so much. Is there anything um, else you want to tell the universe? Hmm. I just, I feel good. I, you know, I think that this record is going to come in a really good time for us individually, but also uh, for the fans that want to bring it into their life. Um, you know, cool. it's in even our past album, you know, even though we did it during the pandemic and it was, it was hard. I just am excited for the succession of this album after and I just, yeah, I'm so happy that we recorded it. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. I know it's not finished yet. And I know that it's still, it's, it's still a process, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Cool. That's so cool. You think that I, I think it's funny that, so it right now, what's today? It's the 24th and we, uh, of February and we went to your house like January 1st 
right? Yeah. That was like our first real, like we're recording in six yeah. weeks. <laughs> so that, yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's another thing. Okay. Is that I wanted to mention is that, um, or I guess, yeah, it's it, like before I went to Ricky's house, I watched the Beatles documentary and it was like, I hadn't been passionate about anything in a long time. Like there wasn't like when I get passionate, I can't shut the fuck up. Like I just, every thought is like related to the thing I'm into, you know? And like, I watched the Beatles documentary and it like turned me on is the only way I was just so obsessed, went up there and I was like, and then in the Beatles documentary, and then in the, every single thing was like based on that. But I want to talk about it with you just again, because I think that, um, these days are really hard and stuff is not fair and it is not just, and it is not good. But, um, but I spent so much time not finding things to be passionate about. Cause I just felt so, cause things are like, it's, it's just so bad. And, um, but the fact that there is still something to be passionate about something so exciting, like the Beatles documentary, that's like nine hours long that I, it changed my whole life. Like I urge everyone to go and find something that they love and something that they can't shut the fuck up about because it was like, you know, it just changed my life to watch that and then get to go up there and be like, the Beatles only had six weeks. Like the Beatles did this or like, or just remember like in whatever you, anyone listening to this, whatever your world is, is like, the Beatles just wrote regular rock and roll songs. It wasn't like something crazy, but they made it they they made it their own and you know and that that's like everything comes from somewhere small and then becomes as big as you want it to be um and like but i i just really want to thank you for putting up with my like obsessive um nature and for you know you hadn't seen it at the time but just to you know accept that someone was going to talk about something you had not yet seen over and over and over again and relate everything to something you had not seen is it's a good friend. So thank well, you. <laughs> I'll be honest. It was awesome because you, I think you came up with like six melodies that weekend. <laughs> it yeah. Was crazy. It was nuts. It was like, it just lit a spark and then it lit a spark for me too. And I'm so glad we did all that work. Cause really like we ended up having four weeks <laughs> and then, yeah. You know, luckily we had had a couple songs written before, but yeah, no, it just so cool. I actually had a dream about the Beatles the other night. Oh, really? Were you hanging out? Well, what happened was I went to this mansion and and like this girl was like, come to this party. And I was like, whoa. And it was like this spooky party. You could tell it was like a bunch of like ghosts and stuff. And she's like, you can see anybody you want when they were younger. Who would you want to hang out with? And I was like, Beatles, I want to hang out with the Beatles. Oh and they were like young again. And I was like, John Lennon, like he's so cool. He's all hippie with his little like glasses. <laughs> they, they looked like even younger than they were in that documentary. It was Yeah. Crazy. Is that your era of John Lennon is like the. I like John Lennon because I feel like he's such a hippie. You you love hippies. I That's love your scene. I love hippies, man. And I'm such a punk <laughs> rocker at heart. Yeah. It's kind of the same. <laughs> That's cool. Like, yeah. do you think it's a Colorado thing or? Probably. I just love, <laughs> like, I love his 
um, psychedelic music. Like the, the traditional rock and roll is cool. And like the little bit of sexiness that happens with some of the songs. <laughs> but like his songs are kind of like just real just psychedelic and spacey and he his concepts are like real spacey and out there yeah he's also the toughest one or i don't i you know how i feel about all of them uh yeah. but i feel like his he has like a tough grittiness to like his voice maybe even yeah and it's just so like it makes it tougher so it's like all the songs are good but then his are like gritty I and um, i just i just love just yeah, the hippie about him. I don't know. That's cool. That's so funny. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, well, I feel like that that weekend, it, even though it was so recent, like, like I wouldn't trade anything for that a couple days because it really was essential and we knew it. And I, I kind of didn't really think we were going to do it. Like, I thought I was going to do the regs and just, like, wait till the end. But, like, we actually did it. And I think that that got the mindset of, like, all right, this is going to be okay. We don't have to worry. And then, yeah. And, like. We did a lot of pre-work. I think more for this album than the last. For yeah. Sure. And then, yeah, Sammy and Larry having cool ideas and just, like. It's just crazy. Yeah. Congratulations. The record is almost over. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear it in this final form. Yeah. It's gonna I be know. Crazy. I started having ideas today for like um, uh, tracking and stuff. I was like, hmm, should it be this? Oh, you're <laughs> ahead of me on that. I no, I mean, it's, I mean, I've been thinking about artwork a little bit. I know Larry's in charge of that. Yeah. I, well, hmm. you two should, you should, uh, get in touch figure it out um because i don't want to be involved <laughs> he's I so good I, don't I, know. I really feel like i keep feeling like purple green purple green i don't know what but <laughs> well i will let you go my dearest friend I love you so love you so much tell uh dusty bailey and ludo hi and um, I was. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Well, oh, and almost happy birthday. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>